Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive, a show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Mr. Robot. titled EPS 3.4 underscore runtime dash ERR0R dot R00. Man, I don't even care that this title is unreadable. I love this episode. It's so great. It's so great. See, late Mr. Robot has a tendency to just sort of take entire episodes to experiment wildly on the filmmaking side of things. And this is one of those episodes. This entire episode is done as one continuous, unbroken shot. It's just one giant, big one With some cleverly disguised transitional edits in between that uh, you won't notice unless you, like, really look closely... Because, let's be honest, they can't actually do an entire 45-minute unbroken shot. That's just ridiculous. But, you know what I mean. Like, it is done as one shot. Which, this is a filmmaking conceit that I have been obsessed with ever since I saw Alfred Hitchcock's Rope. Which, by the way, if you haven't seen Rope, amazing movie. Easily Alfred Hitchcock's most underrated film. But I've been obsessed with this technique ever since I saw that movie. And my obsessions just never let up. Uh, When movies like Birdman in 1917 did it, I ate those up as well. I think all three of these movies that I just mentioned are masterpieces. And it's not in any small part thanks to that one unbroken shot technique. And this episode utilizes that so freaking Perfectly. It is magnificent. And I love it so much. And the fact that it's one unbroken shot only helps to add to the giant ball of tension 
that this entire episode is. Because this entire episode is last-minute prep for Stage 2. And it's all in and around the E-Corp building, and the chaos that is uh, the Dark Army putting the last little pieces in place at the last minute. Elliot trying to figure out uh, how they're bypassing his patches, bypassing his lockouts and all of that. Uh, The entire first half of this episode is probably the best thing about it. It's Elliot. He wakes up in an elevator at E-Corp, like all foggy, like, oh, what's happened? Uh, what have I been doing the last few days? Because he's been only Mr. Robot since he found Angela and Tyrell together. Ever since then, he's been Mr. Robot and only Mr. Robot. So now he just suddenly snaps back into Elliot and is just like, what is happening? And like all disoriented, there's this amazing scene <laughs> where he just calls out the the guy in the cubicle the guy in the cubicle next to him to his face, even though he intended that to just be an inner monologue type deal. It's great. I love it so freaking much. But anyway, he finds out that stage two tried to happen. The thing he did, uh, his blocking whatever, stopped it. But now they're going to try and bypass like his protections that he put on. While all this is happening, Angela's Fire Elliot Alderson plan goes into effect... And Elliot's got security going after him to escort him from the building. So now Elliot's trying to desperately, like, log on and try to figure out how the Dark Army's bypassing his patch. And try to stop Stage 2 from happening. All while avoiding security. And it's like this cat and mouse game that's so, so perfectly done. It's absolutely amazing and I love it so goddamn much I especially love there's two moments of this that I three moments that I especially love uh the first is when Elliot like tries to avoid security by just ducking into a random conference room and he just sits down like he is supposed to be there, and the guy's like, hey, um, you're in the wrong room. And then Elliot's just trying to buy time as he, like, discovers, oh, yeah, I am in the wrong room. And it's just trying to, like, talk himself in circles and just buy himself time for security to go away. Uh, there's one moment where he's trying to get on to some computer just to, just to get more intel about what the Dark Army's doing. And he poses as an IT guy. He goes over to this older woman thinking, this is going to be an easy mark. She'll buy anything I say because she's an old lady. And then the old lady is like a technical genius. (laughs) It's so good. And then there's this really clever moment where Elliot's trying to figure out, 
What do I do? 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 While he's in the elevator, and he's like, what would Mr. Robot say? And he conjures up a fake Mr. Robot. He conjures up a fake Mr. Robot to give him advice. And he's walking and talking like Mr. Robot, like it's flat-out Christian Slater, but it's not Mr. Robot. He, like, created an alternate Mr. Robot. It's so phenomenal. And eventually figures out, okay, I can't stop them from the technical side of things. It's literally impossible. What with all this E-Corp security on my ass? But I can save the people. So he finally gives in, gets out of the building, has security escort him out, and then calls the recovery center and is like, Hey, there's a bomb. Get everyone out. Right now. And then he's like, okay, hopefully that worked. And then Darlene shows up and is like, hey, I'm working with the FBI. I have to tell you this. Also, I followed Mr. Robot. He met up with Angela. And she knew it was him. So just Darlene just drops like a bunch of bombshells on Elliot all at once. So both Angela and Darlene betrayed Elliot, as he learns in this moment. And then, like, this goes from, like, zero to a hundred in, like, a millisecond when these protests outside of E-Corp just explode into a full-on freaking riot. And it turns out this riot is a Dark Army distraction... So that Angela can get Elliot to do this whole thing, uh, hack this one deal, and get it so that the Dark Army can launch stage two. The Dark Army can blow up the building. But in the midst of this riot, Angela's like, I can't go to Elliot, and there's literally instructions here on how to do the thing that Elliot's supposed to do. I'll just do it myself. So she just goes into this restricted area, starts doing her hacking thing. At one point, someone finds her and is getting real suspicious. And then this person gets attacked by one of the rioters. Angela manages to lock herself back into this restricted area, finish the hack, then leave, call Irving. And it's like, yeah, I just did it myself. Also, someone made me. By the way, totally forgot to mention, there's at one point, this one security guard who's like, I need to take you to this restricted, I need to take you to the safe room. I need to take you to this safe room so that you can be safe in the safe room. And then Angela's just like, well, that's like the opposite of what I need to happen. And so she just calls one of the rioters to just beat up the security guard. It's great. It's an amazing moment. While all this is happening, by the way, the UN vote's happening, China is going to annex the Congo, so whatever White Rose wants to do there, that's on it, that's gone into full effect. Angela goes up to do a little handoff. She gets a bag of fast food in return for bringing the... The packing materials back to the Dark Army. 
And then this ending, this great, 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 great ending. Angela just runs into Elliot, and Elliot's like, so you have something you want to tell me? And then it just goes to credits there. But oh my god, this episode's so good. It's such a technical masterwork. It's just this magnificent, it's magnificent tension building. It's just so... So freaking amazing. I love this episode so, so much. I've been waiting to talk about it. I'm, I'll, I'll be honest. Like, I've been waiting very, very impatiently to talk about this episode. It's so, so good. So, yeah. Stage two is in full effect. And we're almost there. We're almost to the moment of blowing everything up. Woo! Uh, so, before I end this, I just want to do a brief shameless plug. So, today is my fifth anniversary of podcasting. Five years ago today, I uh, turned on my first mic, started my first podcast, and uploaded it to the world. And in the spirit of five years of podcasting, it did kind of occur to me... That I don't ever really talk about my other shows on this podcast. I don't really ever refer you to all my other works. So for those of you who are interested, I have two other podcasts. Uh, the big one is Clarkville. Uh, and I'm sure I mentioned the show here a couple times just in passing, but I never actually gave the elevator pitch. Clark Film is basically a show where every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I talk all things movies and television. And I just talk about everything going on in that space, uh, review a lot of the latest movies and TV shows, and it's a fun time. If you like film criticism, if you like television criticism, and if you just like to talk about the world of entertainment... Clarkfilm.libsyn.com. That's Clarkfilm.libsyn.com. Uh, and then there's my other show, the show that started it all, The Clark Sessions. Uh, this is more of a general interest show. It's a show where I just, whenever I feel like it, get on mic and talk about whatever I want, fairly unfiltered. Uh, it's very laid back. Uh, very train wreck-y, uh, and just very, like I said, it's general interest. Like, it's very low pressure, like, low, I don't want to say low thought, but like, low. It, it doesn't have a lot of bells and whistles that I have on Television Archive or Clark Film. It's literally just my unfiltered whatever on just whatever I want to talk about. Uh, that happens when it wants, so if you want to listen to that, uh, that is clarksessions.libsyn.com. Again, that is clarksessions.libsyn.com. So if you want to listen to either of those, go for it. Uh, I enjoy making both of those podcasts every bit as much as I enjoy this. And if you like my brand of just insanity, you will like both of those. Uh, anyway, if you like this, 
favorite podcast, Anchor.fm slash TV Archive, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcast or app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simplest just to push a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 6. Talk to you then.